Blog Talk Radio. Living in the modern day, electronic super age, nothing's done the way it used to be. Nobody writes a letter or shows up in the worst of weather on the front porch with a rose and an apology. Now it's email or iPhone message. That's the only way to catch you. But you don't call back or come online. So I sit and stare at your Facebook picture. The only way to get back near you is cut and paste your face next to mine. It looks good and it matches up. What a shame that ain't us like it used to be once upon a time. What I'd give to have you back. How I'd love another crack Just one more chance to get it right But now it's email or iPhone message That's the only way to catch it But you don't call back or come online So I sit and stare at your Facebook picture The only way to get back near you Cut and paste your face next to mine Now it's email or iPhone message That's the only way to catch you But you don't call back or come online your Facebook picture, the only way to get back near you is cut and paste your face next to mine, yeah, it looks like I've blown forever, the only way we'll be together is cut and paste your face next to mine. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, and that was a song called Mending Fences by my guest tonight, who I will tell you his name shortly, but I'm going to tell you what. When he said hello over the phone, I will tell you he is a good old southern boy, and it just made my feet just want to get up and dance because living in Florida all these years, I've missed that good old southern male brogue. Love it, love it, love it. 
want to welcome everyone tonight and thank each and every one of you all for being here. Because of y'all, this show has just taken on its own life form. I don't even own the show. It's it's your show. I just am the facilitator, and it's all your fault that we have reached 150,000 listeners in 200 countries. This radio show is is heard in podcast form after it goes off the air here. It's heard on iTunes and YouTube and FM.com and TuneIn Radio, Podcast.com, Podcast Garden, SoundCloud, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and soon to be on Spotify. And it's even on places, ladies and gentlemen, I don't even know who puts it up, but third parties put it up. So because of all of y'all, the guests that keep coming back time after time and wait patiently for me to get them on here, and the listeners that that listen in and tell everyone about the show, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Now, there's two ways you can get on this show. One, you can come on as a guest, or you can place an ad. Now, I don't run ads to make money. That's not what I'm doing it for. I'm doing it to help you succeed. For $10 a month, ladies and gentlemen, I will run your ad for a month. It doesn't matter if I have one show or 50 shows. It's the same amount. And if I have to reschedule shows, because most of you know that my husband is seriously ill and there there have been nights I've had to reschedule shows, I just roll it over. You do not lose anything. It's a win-win for me and for you. And in, to, to get either on the show or to place an ad, Contact me at offthechainradio at yahoo.com, and I'll give you all the particulars. And I want to do two quick ads from two of my first-time supporters. These two ladies jumped right on the bandwagon when I first started this, and so they have been with me a long, long time. Author Diane Moat, she has a, a series. It's called the Sam Holden Series. And the second of the series is wherever a helpless animal whimpers in the dark, whenever the system fails to protect said animal, she'll be there, and she isn't giving up anytime soon. So you've been warned. When Sam Holden receives a tip about a brutal dog fighting ring, she embarks on some of her most dangerous acts of vigilantism yet. The monster known as the puppeteer circles Sam's world as she unknowingly circles his. While they chase each other, Will Sam put those she loves most in harm's way in order to break up the ring? With time running out and animals in need, the dangerous life Sam's created begins to eclipse any other life she could ever lead. So go, ladies and gentlemen, to Amazon and buy Diane Moat's latest book in the Sam Holden series titled Dogfight. And if you haven't read any in the series, you can start out the series with the, how the journey began with Dog Gone. Now another wonderful, wonderful lady who I I inspire to be when I grow up. Her name is Cece Chamberlain, and she has a podcast called Inside Your Life with Cece, which is a motivational, passionate conversation. Cece interviews people who are living their true purpose, whether it be a professional boxer, an author, or even a history enthusiast. She strives to give one hope for a brighter day with her inspirational words. I've been on her show. I've listened to her show. And when I got off her show, I was ready to go out and conquer the world. I mean, this is how inspirational this woman is. So download, subscribe, and listen as CC guides you to pursue your dreams for you to live your best life possible. Her wonderful show is available on podcast.com, iTunes, Google Play, and everywhere podcasts are available. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we get on with tonight's show. Now, I have to tell you, this this gentleman, this southern gentleman, has been on my books for 
at least six months. His management team got a hold of me and sent me a whole list and said, Yvonne, would you please? And I said, absolutely. Well, when he sent me the songs, I thought that I had stepped back into time because, ladies and gentlemen, I'm old country. The thing, the, the country music these kids sing now, that's not country. This gentleman does it old ways, and it's it's wonderful, and I've missed it, and I am so honored that he had the time to, to come on the show tonight. He is a musician and a songwriter. His name is Richard Lynch, and he is an American country music artist who has compiled a long list of country hits and chart toppers in the world of traditional country music. His single, A Better Place, topped the New Music Weekly AM-FM country chart, the Indie World Country Record Report, and spent an incredible, ladies and gentlemen, 32 weeks atop the Roots Music Report True Country chart, making it the number one single of 2016. His next two singles were We're American Proud and Cut and Paste, which also topped the chart. His latest release, Back in Love Again, a duet with the new queen of bluegrass, Rhonda Vincent, is currently in the top ten of several airplay charts. Richard is a multiple award-winning artist, the founder of the Love Tattoo Foundation for Veterans, a farmer, and a member of the Independent Country Music Hall of Fame. I am among one of the greats, ladies and gentlemen. Watch for his new TV show and radio program, Traditionally Lynch, which, if it's not already aired, should air soon. Richard, thank you so much for sitting down with me tonight. What an honor. Well, thank you for having me, Yvonne. I sure appreciate the opportunity, and it's great to be around the folks that love love you listening and love your part of what your show is all about. Well, you know what? It gives me pleasure to be able to get you in the parts of the world that you might not be heard because we're heard in places like Nigeria and Wales and Japan and Egypt and even Iran. So you're going to get exposure tonight in places that you might not have gotten exposure. That makes me so happy for you. Well, thank you again, dear. I sure appreciate you. You are quite welcome. Now, let's talk about you. I want to know how young Richard got to where he is. Was I know you're a farmer. You probably grew up on a farm. Was music always a part of your life? Absolutely. I, I grew up on an old farm. Um, it was nine-tenths of a mile back a long lane, and I uh, I knew what hard work was at a very young age, and I'm very appreciative of the way I was raised. And my dad was a country music singer, entertainer, and every morning when uh, when we'd get up, and Dad'd be sitting there at the kitchen table drinking his coffee, and he'd have that old radio blasting there in the kitchen, and I'd be listening to that country music of that day, and it'd be Merle Haggard and George Jones playing, and Conway Twitty, and and all those fantastic artists of that year, of that era. And uh, I I got to grow up in a way that I'm very proud of today because my dad was such an influence on me. Um, you know, even even before I realized what an influence he was on me because he was such a great singer, entertainer, 
and people loved to be around him. He never knew a stranger. And as I got older and uh, I realized how special my dad was, I realized that, uh, you know, this country music thing is what I want to do. And uh, I'll never forget at a young age, I, I had never been to see my dad perform. And this was uh, would have been back in the 70s. And um, my dad was playing a show with a guy by the name of Porter Wagner. And uh, I got to go with my mom and my dad and my other younger brother to an outside show in Dayton, Ohio, where my dad was playing with Porter Wagner. Now, here I am, an eight-year-old kid, and I'm watching my dad up on this stage with this fellow that I watch every Saturday night on TV. I'm thinking, my wow. goodness, my dad, must be, my dad must be special. So the show was going on and on, and, uh, you know, next thing I know, I see my dad point down to my mom. I said, hey, send Richard up here on the stage with me. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So sure enough, I, my dad gets me up on the stage with me, with him. Keep in mind, I'm eight years old. I get up there, and I, I do an old Buck Owens song. I got a tiger by the tail. And the crowd response was pretty amazing, especially for an eight-year-old kid. So I guess you might say I was bit pretty early by that country music bug. <laughs> you just gave me chill bumps because the visual that I have, it, it it's amazing because – I grew up with Porter Wagner and Buck Owens, and, and I can just imagine that feeling of awe and um, importance and speciality that you had watching your father perform with Porter Wagner and then to be invited up on stage to sing just made your night. Well, you know, that's that's a memory that I'll I'll cherish forever. And, uh, you know, as I got a little older and I started traveling on my own and having my own band and stuff, I, I would take my dad with me on the road with me, with me on several road shows. And I mentioned earlier, he never knew a stranger. And all through his life, uh, I learned so much from my dad as to how, you know, to perform and how to treat people, and more importantly, how to treat people. Because, you know, um, people just want to feel like they're a part of something, and they want to be, they want to be around folks that, uh, that have, a, have a, uh, an appreciation and an admiration for the music. And um, I've learned that it's really important to, be one, be good, as people, be good to people as much as I can and always show appreciation for the country music. I mean, I just want to be known as a traditional country music artist. Well, and the thing is, Richard, it takes a, a unique ability to be able to not only perform, but to bring the crowd to you up on the stage where they feel they, like you say, are part of the show themselves. Absolutely. They just want to feel like they, if you, if you make people feel like they belong and they're important, you know, you, it's amazing how, how many people will kind of flock to you. We have an amazing following and I, I don't want to sound like I'm boasting, but it's just, it's just a simple way of life, a great philosophy. If you treat people good and you entertain them like they want to be entertained, it's just a natural evolution that, you know, people kind of gravitate to you. And I really believe that, there is such a need, especially in today's world of country music, there's such a need for 
new music, but they need to be a traditional sound. And I, I think, I think Nashville is missing the boat a lot as far as um, not keeping much traditional sounding music in today's country music. So I just want to kind oh, of fill that void. <laughs> I agree because any anyone that has studied or grown up with the old bluegrass country music sound. It told a story, mm-hmm. and it had a it, it it was it was poetry set to music, and it had a beginning, a middle, and an end. And I'm, my mother used to say, "Yeah, it was all about beer drinking, uh, adultery, and um, crying in your beer." And I said, "Yeah, but mother, isn't that about real life?" I and think yes, you're right. Lost you know, love, lost love. It really is. You know, and, and we've lost I think you're right. I, I think country music is uh, real emotion. You know, it talks about the truth, whether it's um, a good time or a happy time or a sad time or uh, or just something that everyday people can relate with something in in their life with country music. You know, and I, I just want to be known as a uh, an artist that. That appreciates the traditional sound, and if you hear the name Richard Lynch, you can you can almost be assured that, or you can be assured that it may be it'll be brand new music, but it'll have that little flavor that uh, we're used to—the steel guitars and some fiddle and some three-part harmony and a song with, that uh, people can relate with. Well, I want to know something. Mm-hmm. How in the world did you get into the Indie Country Music Hall of Fame. That is such an honor. It really is. Um, I I hadn't recorded a whole lot um, in my previous years, and I had been playing probably 20 years or 25 years, and uh, my wife said, you know, Richard, we really, a lot of people are wanting to buy your music. We should get in the studio. And um, we recorded our very first album, and it was uh, called Last of a Dying Breed, the album was. And a gentleman um, heard, the, heard the album that was given to him, and he did a little research on me, and he knew that I had been playing for, at that time, 25 years or even maybe just a little bit longer. And he uh, seen that I had uh, six uh, chart-topping uh, independent songs on various um uh, networks and charts around the country and actually around the world. And he realized that that was my very first album. And um, he uh, reached out to my wife and my management team and said, you know, this is something that's pretty well unheard of. You know, this is the first recording that you've done. And the fact that you've been playing so long, we feel that you should be in the Independent Country Music Hall of Fame. And I was, I was honored and I was absolutely floored because um, you know, and didn't realize that uh, I would be accepted and appreciated right out of the gate with the with the recording industry, and I, I was absolutely blown away. And uh, that's pretty much how it all came together. And uh, just so appreciative of somebody looking for that sound. And I was glad I was I was glad I was uh, able to deliver what the folks were looking for. It sounds like that. You you already are a humble man. I, I got that when I said hello. But it 
sounds like it made you even more humbled and more wanting to reach even further for perfection in your craft than you had before because of that honor. I think you're right. You know, I've always, um, we're considering our uh, new album in the near future, which will be our fourth nationally released album. And, um, I always want to learn. I always want to get better. And the only way you get better and you learn is by doing. Um, And yet, the more success and the more opportunities I have, I still remain very thankful. Like, I am so thankful that you you gave me an opportunity to be on your show. And, you know, I, I, I never want that appreciation to ever go away. One, because I love the music, and two, I love the opportunity to to meet people and, and and be on their shows. And on my live events, on my live shows, there's nothing more personally gratifying for me for someone to spend their hard money and hard-earned money and come to one of my shows. And, I, you know, I love to hug their neck and shake their hand and, and just get to know these folks because they could have spent their money with anybody, but they chose to come see me. And I'm, I'm so thankful and, and honored that these folks are, are gravitating to me and my music. Now, would it be fair to say, Richard, that sadly, in the industry, whether it's in in the author industry and the in the music industry, in the entertainment industry, sadly, there are some artists out there that don't hold true to that value. Once they get that little bit of fame, it sort of gets them off kilter, and they forget where they started. And they forget that it is the fans that got them where they are. It, it, they didn't get there alone. The fans are the ones that pulled them up and put them on that pedestal. Right. Well, you know, I I think everybody has a bad day. And, I, you know, if I met somebody or I've seen somebody that's, you know, during their show or whatever, if they just had a, a less than, uh, you know, positive Experience. I would like to think maybe they had a bad day, but but most people that sing real country music, they they have such an appreciation. And I know people. There's an exception to the rule, but most people that I know, and I've worked with a lot of a lot of stars that uh, have been doing it for a long time. Everybody I seem to have be around me has been really gracious and really, you know, really appreciative of things. And I I think most, for the most part, people always. Uh, appreciate, uh, you know, the fact that they've gotten there and the fans put them there. And like I say, I think, you know, there there may be an exception to the rule somewhere if someone has a bad day, but I, I really believe most people really appreciate where they're at. I hope so, because I'm going to tell you what, they, the arts within itself is, is such a unique gift for us as artists to have. And if we can't mm-hmm. share it with the world then what's the point in having it? It's like putting your light under a, a bushel. You, it, it doesn't do anything. Right. <laughs> I think I you're want, right. I want to run a couple more ads, and then we're going to play some more of your music. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Off the Chain with your host, Yvonne Mason, and I am talking to country musician and songwriter Richard Lynch. And... He is a true Southern gentleman, let me tell you. We will be back in just a minute. We're going to run a few ads, and then we're going to 
to go right into one of his songs called Back in Love. Be right back, because we're going to talk about that song. Do you have cougars on your porch swing? Are horses your new best friend? Do your nicest shoes get buried knee-deep in snow as your toes turn blue? Are you bothered by wolves at your woodpile? No, not that kind of wolf. Join wildlife artist and author Nancy Quinn and her family as they discover an exciting new life in Go West, Young Woman, a true Montana adventure. Available online and in bookstores. Or visit quinnwildlifeart.com for a personalized signed copy. Critics agree. It's a hoot. Hi, this is Winona and Jade inviting you to join us and our wonderful guests on the And I Thought Women's Cave podcast on Blog Talk Radio to learn more about our books, the And I Thought series, and the Misfit Guides. They're available on Amazon.com and BarnesandNobles.com. Or just to see what your ladies are up to, you can find all of that out on www.andwethought.com. So peace and love from Winona and Jade and our books. <laughs> Girl, you know, silly. You silly. Remember Did you write that? That's funny. <laughs> Remember to visit us at andwethought.com. Former Boston PD Captain Stanford Carter and his wife, forensic scientist Jill Seacrest, have decided to move to the Big Apple to accept positions with the New York branch of the FBI. Rookie agent Shania Deep Rose completes the trinity as they collide head-on with raging and rampant social, political, and economic unrest amid a string of murders that seem unrelated and may be serial, copycat, thrill, or hate-driven as they struggle to understand the mind and thought process of the orchestrators, killers, and victims, the team begins to wonder who's who. The line between black and white, superior and subordinate, right and wrong, and good and evil disappears as they are forced to reevaluate their own thoughts, feelings, and philosophies. Ultimately, every character must come to their own conclusions to these questions. Is justice ever more important than the law? Is playing God justifiable if it's for the greater good of all? Come along for the ride to see if Agent Carter will decide to stick to being a hunter or become judge, jury, and executioner instead. Find the answers to these questions when you read the new book, The Killing Collective. The Killing Collective is a character-driven story with big characters with depth. They're soul-searching in addition to the biggest case of the agent's careers. The Killing Collective, available on Amazon in both Kindle and paperback editions. Order your copy today. Turned on the charm, twisted my eyes. 
You're the girl from a world I've been dreaming of Baby, there's something you gotta understand You're the reason I'm back in love again Back in love again She thinks about the song. Does she really like it? And uh, 
ultimately at the end of this end of the session, she said, "Richard, I love this song. It kind of, kind of, kind of reminisce a little bit of maybe a Kenny Rogers, Dottie West, or a, mm-hmm. you know, somebody something from that late '70s, early '80s type of fa- uh, sound as a duet." And uh, the lady was such a joy to work with. And um, if you if you listen to the song, we we're both satisfied and, and pretty content about how good our voices blended together. Oh, the, the harmony is, you can't hardly tell where one stops and the other one starts because the harmony is just, <laughs> it, it just blends so wonderfully well. I hope you all do another one together and you'll launch it on this show because that that's one of those, Feel good songs. You want to get up and dance, and you walk away smiling. <laughs> Absolutely. I I had never done uh, a duet uh, with a with uh, a female before. I'd done a couple of duets with other artists, male artists, um, but that was the first time I'd ever got to do a uh, you know a duet with a female. And I, all I can say is it's going to be hard to top that one. I was <laughs> I was pretty pleased how that turned out. Well, and it comes through in the it comes through in the finished product, Richard. You can, I can tell that that song was not only fun to do. There, there was apparently no stress in the studio. There was no over the top anxiety. It just two people singing and having fun with each other. Absolutely, you know. And you mentioned the studio. We uh, we did a. Um, uh, the recording a little earlier. Then we did a video just a little short time after we did the recording, a few months. And uh, so the, there's a video to that song also. Um, if anybody's interested in taking a look at it, just you go to my website, richardlynchband.com, and uh, pull up that video on that. You can see we're having a great time. Oh, I'm, I'm, I didn't get that far in my deep dive, but you can bet your sweetheart that I am going to go look at that video because it, <laughs> what I see in my mind's eye is probably the same thing that's on that video. <laughs> you may be it right. Just comes, it just comes through that way. You just, I'm sitting here smiling, thinking about that song, and and how much fun comes through the song itself. You know what what, what people are telling me and uh, other you know other artists is that. It's really, um, it's really good to see folks try to keep that traditional music alive and well because people love to hear that music. And if if you were a country music fan in the 1960s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you still love that sound of that era. And uh, hopefully, you know that song will uh, give me some more other opportunities to where I can continue to record and and. Uh, have people like Rhonda and other artists uh, record with me, and you know, ultimately, it, uh, if you if you keep making great connections with your fans and music, you lead to other opportunities. And we just will always want to take uh, take just a minute and show appreciation for that traditional country music that everybody loves. Well, I'm gonna tell you, it cemented me again, put me back to my roots, and I go back further than the '60s. I go all the way back to the '50s. That's, oh wow! Yeah, my father. My father was a great country music bluegrass listener, and any time we got in the car, of course, then you only had AM stations, and it was always on country music, which my mother called that honky tonk twang. 
And so I grew up on Lefty Frizzell and, and those early artists, even before Porter Wagner and, and Kenny Rogers and all the later artists. I grew up with the old, old artists. So, That's amazing. So you have a true appreciation for the music. I do. And, and what people don't understand, many people that don't understand where country music and bluegrass came from, it came from the immigrants that came out of Scotland and Ireland. Eastern Kentucky, and yep. as a youngster, as a youngster, him and his siblings and my grandpa would sit around on the front porch, and that's how they entertained themselves. And they yep. would all play music and sing and instruments. Uh, and, and, so and most of them probably played. Most of them probably played by ear. They, yes, and I still do to this day. They all, they all have a, a natural talent. They were gifted, and they uh, they loved what they did. But that was their really a, their main source of entertainment. They didn't have the videos today and all the different things. They music. Exactly. I, I'm very fortunate that I grew up in a household that. You know, we had a, a similar upbringing. We, I'm the oldest of six kids, and we all love to see Dad sit around and grab the guitar. We'd all sit around and watch Dad sing and play, and, and they kind of wore off on me, I guess you might say. Well, not only do you have an appreciation for true country music, but you also, ladies and gentlemen, this is another reason that I am endeared to this man, and there's something about country music artists that not only do they go back to the roots, but they also have a love, a true, unconditional love for our veterans. And so before the true. show, you, you and I were talking about that, and you said something so profound. You said they've given so much to us that we need to give back. Yes, ma'am. I know it's a, it's a paraphrase. I didn't quote it exactly, but that that's what I got out of it. And ladies and gentlemen, this gentleman, Richard Lynch, has a Love Tattoo Foundation, and it is for the vets. I want you to talk a little bit about it before we play the third song. Well, the Love Tattoo uh, uh, song uh, came to me, uh, a dear friend of ours, Chuck Brisbane, in uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia, sent uh, my wife uh, a poem that he had written, and he asked if I could put some music to it. And he sent it to me, and I, I looked at the lyrics, and I thought, wow, this is powerful. So I grabbed my guitar, and I started going with the lyrics, and I started coming up with a uh, melody line and put some music to it, and I realized it needed just a little bit more help. So me and another friend of mine in Nashville wrote another verse to it, and... Uh, the song is called Love Tattoo, and it's from the heart. It, it It's just an appreciation from me and the other co-writers um, of how much we we need to be aware of what our veterans have done for every one of us in this country. I wouldn't be able to even have a conversation with you if it wasn't for the veterans because, you know, they, they've created all our opportunities for us. They've kept us safe and they let us be individuals, and we choose our lives the way we want to choose. 
to lead them, thanks to our veterans. So the love tattoo was recorded, and I, I got in the studio and recorded it. And every nickel that uh, is sold, every nickel that is earned from the sale of that particular uh, recording goes to um, the Love Tattoo Foundation, which helps a organization in Michigan called the Wilwyn Lodge. And any American soldier, male or female, from any conflict from World War II till today is welcome at the Wilwyn Lodge uh, for recreation Need, if they need a little counseling, if, counseling, if they need some help, um, they have a 1,200-acre facility with a 60-acre lake, and anybody that's served our country, they are welcome to go there. And it's just my little way of uh, being able to give back to the folks who are most deserving. And who have sacrificed so much. Um, I think um, Billy Ray Cyrus said it best when he said, some gave, many gave some, but some gave all. Right. And and some gave more than all. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to play this song, and then we're going to come back and talk to Richard some more about this. I am a firm believer in this foundation, so we'll find out where y'all can go and buy the song and contribute to it. So hold on. loves his God, his kids, his wife. For them, he gladly give his life. He served his country as many do. And he came home with a love tattoo. I remember when the soldier walked past He paused as he heard a young child ask Where'd you get that scar I see on you? He smiled and said, it's not a scar, it's my love tattoo Soldier said to keep our world more safe for you. I fought and bled as many do. I did what I knew I had to do. No, it's not a scar, it's my love tattoo. My love tattoo is a symbol to remind him How we fought with pride for our red, white, and blue If Uncle Sam asked him to stand with our soldiers in some foreign land He'd unpack his uniform and combat and with honor bring back home a new love tattoo My love tattoo helps me recall 
some of my friends who gave their all. They fought and died as many do. So I'm proud to wear my love tattoo. He loves his God, his kids, his wife. For them, he gladly gave his life. And he served his country like heroes do. And he came home with a love tattoo. Yes, he came home with a love tattoo. Job. That was when the right. draft 
passed around. They didn't have a choice. They either drafted or went to college, and most of them didn't go to college. They were drafted right out of high school. So God love him. Thank you, Ronnie McDowell, for serving our country at a time when our country (laughs) was in such a turmoil and our veterans were hated. So every penny from this – I can't even get myself under control now. It's all your fault, Richard. (laughs) Oh, my word. That just goes to show you how powerful country music can be. Yes, it, 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 because I'm not a crier. I don't cry. And here I am just wiping tears away like it's a faucet. But oh. every every penny of this particular song goes toward that foundation, which goes towards that wonderful retreat. Tell the folks where they can go to see about the retreat and then buy the song, because I want this song to go to number one in the charts all around the world, too. This, Not that I don't want your others to, but I want this one to be there more than the others for the veterans. Well, thank you. I, I appreciate those kind words. Uh, the folks that want to go to uh, go to my website, just go to richardlynchband.com. You can scroll down and see the Love Tattoo Foundation.org. And... Um, if you go to the Love Tattoo Foundation dot org, it tells you all the different uh, you know events that we do, and it, we do a couple events a year um, in Michigan, and actually we do a once a year event at the Wilburn Lodge facility every August, and we raise money at the facility itself, and we'll we'll have lots and lots and lots of folks come and partake in the music, and then be able to partake in the you know in in the fact that we're raising money and making raising awareness of this wonderful facility. So just go to richardlynchband.com and you'll be able to scroll down and see the Love Tattoo Foundation.org and you can learn everything you want to learn about it. Well, I am a person of deep faith and I, I firmly believe the scripture when it says to those who are given much, much is expected. And I am going to tell you, Richard, I believe that your path and your journey has led you to this place for this reason. Well, I I thank you. I I want to go through life never being regretting anything. I never I don't want to be an old man and say, "Boy, I wish I would have done something." I I just definitely want to I want to make sure that my ambition and my direction is focused on traditional country music and along those lines. If I can be a part of a tool to help people like our veterans, I definitely want to be part of that. Well, you are doing it, my friend. You are doing it. And before we run out of time, let's talk real quick about your TV show. All right. Yes, we have a we have a TV show that uh, originally started being aired in the Cincinnati, Ohio area on Star sixty four. And uh, this what started. Oh, this started airing um, back in uh, late February of this year, and since then it's been picked up by the Farm and Ranch Network, uh, and other folks are in the in the process. Um, networks are in the process of uh, picking up the show, and um, basically it's being filmed in our barn. We have a, a beautiful farm there in southwestern Ohio where we live. And uh, we film four or five shows 
every year right there at our farm. And it also shows different little shows around the country we play. But the most gratifying is the fact that we can have a bunch of folks come out to our farm and uh, and be able to film our country music show and get it aired uh, right there from the from the farm. So it's country music in a country atmosphere. It's pretty it's pretty remarkable if you think about it. And not only that, but you're doing some tours in Texas. Oh my goodness, we 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 played uh, five weeks in Texas this year. Uh, latter part of uh, January and all of February, we've done a country music cruise out of Galveston this year. We got to do our, uh, go to uh, the Cayman Islands, or not the Cayman Islands, uh, down through uh, Mexico. Um, next year, that brings me to another point. We're doing another country music cruise out of uh, New Orleans with with a guy by the name of Doug Supernall. Now, Doug had some huge hits back in the 90s. Uh-huh. I remember and, that. Uh, yeah, and, you know, Texas has been awfully good to us with our music, and uh, we're we're in Texas pretty often, among other places as well. But, uh, you know, the folks in Texas seem to like their country music. I know that's for sure. They They want to hear that traditional country sound. So that's well, been awful my, good my, to us. My son lives in uh, in Texas, and he lives on the eastern side of Texas. He's a Georgia boy, but but yeah, he was raised in uh, with old country too. He he was born in the 1970s, but he grew up on Lefty Frizzell and and Buck Owens and Porter Wagner. So yeah, he's he's a good old country boy himself. <laughs> Mama taught him right. That's all I can say. Absolutely. That boy knows how to listen to some. He, he likes his pickup truck, his cowboy boots, his hat in his truck, and his and his country western music. That's awesome. So, my dear friend, we are we are going to run out of time here very quickly. But I wanted to ask you something. Would you come back? It would be my honor to come back and and just be able to converse with you and and uh, be on your show, I would be absolutely honored to Sweet, because I want some more of your music. I am going to buy some of your albums. Ladies and gentlemen, no, y'all cannot go now, because we're not done here yet. You don't know where to go get them. <laughs> but the the Love <laughs> Tattoo and the Falling in Love Again and the Mend and Pences, Richard, you have just made my week. Oh, I certainly appreciate the opportunity. I'm telling you, so tell the folks where they can get your music before they come through the the screen here and rip my head off because I'm teasing them. Oh, once again, just just go to Richard Lynch. That's L Y N C H, RichardLynchBand.com, and you can see all the all the music, all the all the performances we're playing, all our merchandise, um, and become a fan, become a, you know, get involved. And I said earlier in the show, there's nothing better for me to you know, be able to meet people and hug their neck and shake their hands. And uh, I just love the fact that people love the music, and I want to do my best to keep real traditional country music out there being recorded in today's world. Well, if you ever come to South Florida, let me know, and I will come and see you. I don't go to concerts, but I would come see you in a heartbeat. Well, you can look for us next uh, next February, we're going to be somewhere in South Texas 
and I, I mean, in South Florida, excuse me, next February, we're going to be somewhere in, in South Florida, and I can't tell you the date, but it will be posted here probably in the next uh, few months, so I'll let you know about okay. that. All right, because I, I, like I said, because I live on the East Coast, but it's nothing for me to drive three hours over to the West Coast. It's shorter to drive over to the West Coast than it is to drive to Georgia. <laughs> it sounds like we might be able to cross paths here in the near future. We might, we might. So don't hang up when the show goes dark, because I want to tell you some things. But ladies and gentlemen, go and get Richard Lynch's music. Support the Love Tattoo Foundation. And when you see a veteran, please shake their hand and thank them for their service. Because I'm going to tell you what, our veterans are not drafted anymore. We have an all-volunteer service. They go because they choose to go and make that sacrifice. And they have kept us safe. I don't care what the politicians say. They have kept us safe. And as as they say from a few good men, you want them on that wall. You don't want to know what they have to do to keep us safe, but you want them on that wall. Trust me. You What's want that? them out there. Is that not right, Richard? That's exactly right. You couldn't have said it better if you rehearsed it. <laughs> And, of course, we don't do any rehearsing on this show because we never know where we're going. (laughs) Even better. (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, go and and support Richard, uh, his Love Tattoo Foundation. Get his music. Yes, he will come back. I promise we'll bring him back uh, as soon as I get hold of his management team and get a new date and some new music. And you all all know what I say at the end of every show. People will forget your name. They will forget what you look like. Hell, they'll even forget what you're wearing, but they will never, ever, ever forget how you made them feel. And it is my desire that at the end of my days that if nothing else is ever said of me, that it is said that I made everyone feel special because you all are special. You're special in that you support this show. You're special in that you, as my guests, continue to come back. And I appreciate that so much. It is so humbling to be heard in 200 countries. It is so humbling to have you all share this show and to come back night after night. And I appreciate that very, very much. Because without y'all, it would not be a show. It would just be me rambling, which I can do very well. But I prefer to ramble to others. And if you want to achieve greatness, ladies and gentlemen, please don't ask permission because nobody's going to give it to you. Go out and go for your dream. Understand that we all have a purpose in life. And we have to take a detour to get where we're supposed to be. But we all have a purpose. And when you look at yourself in the morning, in the mirror, don't say, I feel special today. Say, I am special. Because feelings are just that. They come and they go. But understand that you are special and that you're here for a reason and that you have a journey to take, and it's not the end of the destination that we look forward to. It's going on that journey. But get to meet people like Richard, who we have enjoyed so much, and thank you, Richard, from the bottom of my heart for being here tonight. Oh, thank you, Yvonne. It'll be, it was a blast. <laughs> it was, and it went so fast. So, ladies and gentlemen, join us tomorrow night when we continue our week of country music artists at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time. And with that being said, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest, Richard Lynch, musician and songwriter extraordinaire 
for true old-time country music. And with that, we wish you all a good evening, and go get his music. You won't be sorry. Until tomorrow night at 8 o'clock Eastern Daylight Time, we say good evening. Okay, we're off the air now, but what okay. I wanted to tell you is when we get off the show, it'll go up in the archives, and I'm going to post the link on my page and tag Donna in it, so it'll come onto her page, and then y'all can share the show. Then tomorrow, I will put it up on um, Spreaker and Podcast.com and Podcast Garden, and when I put it up on Spreaker, it automatically goes up onto SoundCloud, iTunes, YouTube, iHeartRadio, and FM.com. Hey, Vaughn, so, it was a blast. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Well, thank you for taking the time out of your busy schedule. You're one busy man. I appreciate it so much. And tell Donna, thank you for letting you spend an hour with me and entertaining our guest tonight. And I will get with Michael and get you rescheduled and get some more music so we can have a, more fun. Well, thank you, honey. I'll wait to hear from you, and we'll do it again. All right, darling. Talk to you later. Good night. Bye-bye.